This is the Bob McCallum Podcast, and it is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers online casino and sportsbook app today with uh, John Shannon and uh, a couple of stories we're going to deal with today uh, on different sides of the continent. The Ottawa Senators' sale is in progress. There are, what, seven bidders, I guess? I, I know. Yeah. And, and you haven't, uh, as, a, as a celebrity, you haven't been approached to join one of the bids, Bob? I have not. No, well, I can't believe that. Not yet. I cannot believe that. What about you, you John? Know, you know, Mr. I'm Hockey not a Park? celebrity. I'm I'm not a celebrity. You're a. Celebrity. Well, yes, you are. You like to think no, of yourself no, no, as a celebrity. No, I no, I'm not. I just said I'm not. I'm not. So I don't think of myself with. I mean, Ryan Reynolds is now Snoop Dogg. I mean, well, I'm afraid on. I'm not in that the, category. Ryan Reynolds, Snoop Dogg, and the Bobcat. I, I think that's the next one. Yeah, well, the other two have got billions of dollars. I do, I lack those. How, funds. how how many dollars do you think Ryan Reynolds is going to put into the bid? How many how many dollars None. do you think? Not one. Zero. Yeah, I, I could one. do that. But... <laughs> I'm in too. Then I'm in too. <laughs> well, there you go. In any event, so the Ottawa Senators are for sale, and uh, we suspect that within the next few weeks we'll have a better idea who's going to wind up with them. We're going to find out what the price is. At least we'll be told the price. Whether it'll be accurate or not is probably um, not the case. We'll be able to figure out, though, what they paid. And then then over the next period of time, and it'll take months, they'll try and do a deal for a new arena in downtown. And, yep. and in my mind, that'll be the key to the deal. Yeah. They've got to get that. They've got to get a downtown arena in order to make this thing worth, worth a billion dollars. Well, and we, we've got the senator's sale, and then we've got the A's move, Bob, too. That's the other thing, right? That's the other part. Anyway, we're going to talk to uh, to two people, uh, one on each of those, those subjects. Bruce Garriock will uh, join us. Uh, he, of course, follows uh, the uh, the senators in Ottawa, lives there. He can tell us what he has heard has been going on. And Owen Poindexter is uh, with uh, Front Office Sports. And he's been writing on the Oakland A's move to Las Vegas, at least the potential move to Las Vegas, which the A's would like you to think is happening. Whether it is or not, we don't know yet. But those are the two people we'll talk to today. Uh, Bruce Garriock will join us right after this message. Hi, this is Bob McCowan for BetRivers.com. Hey, if you're looking for a sports book or casino app, you should check out the BetRivers Sports and Casino app today. Play all of your favorite casino games for real money anywhere and anytime. Plus, get in the action with each sports game with hundreds of sports betting options. And get ready to feel like a VIP because you'll earn both loyalty level points and bonus store points on every real money wager you make. You must be 19 plus, available in Ontario only. Please play responsibly. If you have questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you, contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 or speak to an advisor free of charge. BetRivers.com. And we are back. It's McCowan and Shannon, as per usual, and our pal uh, Bruce Garriock is uh, with us from oh, Ottawa. Are you kidding me? This, the, we're gonna, he's got a new nickname, the Pot Stirrer. He's the pot stirrer these days. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. 
Yeah, your team's not even playing anymore, and uh, <laughs> you're still making news. Well, they're for sale, that's why, and that's what we're here to talk about. Uh, what's new on that front? The price seems to keep going up. Well, and it, you know what, guys? I mean, um, I, I kind of put a – when this first started, I put a reminder in my calendar every Monday morning to check on the sale. Just, you know, new week, yeah. check on the sale, see what's happening. I didn't think that started in, in uh, mid-November. I didn't think in mid-May we'd still be, or in early May, we'd still be sitting here. Guys, the deadlines for bid, the deadline for bids is mid-May. Um, you know, I did report on the weekend that uh, the Remington Group and Ryan Reynolds are preparing a, a billion-dollar bid. I thought it was very interesting that then on Monday there was a, um, what, I guess what you could call it, a, a very purposeful leak that Snoop Dogg uh, is involved with the uh, with the Nico Sparks group in Los Angeles. Um, this has been a very very strange time. Uh, I, I you know whoever thought you would have star power off the ice trying to gain control of an NHL team. No, no, not of, <laughs> especially not of, Ottawa. I was going to say the not just an NHL team, but the Ottawa Senators. I mean, I can understand Nashville. There's you know there's stars in Nashville. I can understand Los Angeles. The stars in Los Angeles are New York. But we're talking about the Ottawa Senators, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> like, Bob, I mean, you and I, you and, I and, and John, too, we knew Eugene well. Do you think he ever would have seen this day coming? Not a chance. <laughs> no, no chance. Not a chance. If he did, he would, he would have executed the uh, sale option while he was still alive. Yeah. He I, just sold this team and got out from under in a, in a heartbeat. Yeah. He and, had no idea what, what is going on. I mean, how many groups are still in play, do you think? Well, hard look, to know, but it's it's hard to know. But the 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 seven groups I've said are, uh, you know, obviously Reynolds and Remington. I I think uh, Michael Anlauer, who's a member of the Board of Governors, uh, the part owner of the Montreal Canadiens, he remains very very serious. Jeffrey Michael Kimmel, former owners, former part owners of the Pittsburgh Penguins, they remain in the mix. Um, you know, Vivek Randave, um who I am now told did make a bid in the first round, uh, uh, the owner of the Sacramento Kings. Uh, he's in the mix. Um, Steve, Ap and I can never say his name correctly, so maybe one of you guys can for me. Steve Apostopoulos. That's right. Yeah, Steve Apostopoulos, who who uh, came in second on the bidding for the uh, for the Washington Co Commanders. He He's still in the hunt. Uh, the Nico Sparks group, obviously, with the uh, – with uh, Snoop Dogg as the uh, general manager, uh, he's who who he's also noted that he wants to appear on the regional broadcast, which I think would just be highly entertaining. I think it'd be a lot of fun. And then there is the owner of a hockey publication whose name I'm not going to uh, uh, waste my time speaking. Yeah, I don't blame him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so here the question I have is why? <laughs> why are there so many groups interested in the Ottawa Senators? I mean, let's face it. If the previous owner could have sold, thought he could have sold the team as easily and had multiple offers for the team, I think he would have done it. Yeah. Now all I, of a now all of a sudden, there's everybody wants the Ottawa Senators. Why? And and it's interesting because one in one of my last conversations with him, and it probably would have been 
sometime in 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 January. He was here for a game. I think it was January 25th against Buffalo Sabers in in 2021 um, or 2022. Pardon me. He he um, he told me that that somebody had offered him 650 million, and he said, and and I believe that was Rocco Tulio. Okay. And okay. and and I think he he said, look at that time, he said the the number to me has to start with a B. And I think he I think he told Rocco that at the time, and I think Rocco probably thought at that point, yeah, okay, Eugene, sure, yeah, right. Exactly. But but this is where Gary Bettman wants the these these franchises to go. He wants Ottawa to self rebuilding. Canadian teams don't come up for sale very often. But I also think you have to look at the fact here, this isn't just a, a play about, about you know, owning the Ottawa Senators. It's also a real estate play. And, sure, I get it. Um, and you you not only have, one of the things I thought that was interesting, that, that I think could be interesting about the, the um, Remington bid is that not only are they committed to building a downtown arena, as long as they can get their their ducks in a row with the city and the NCC, um, they're also looking to redevelop the land that Canadian Tire Center is on. And one of the one of kind of the requests I don't know if request is even the right word, but one of the things that the mayor, new mayor Mark Sutcliffe, has made clear here is he doesn't want to leave Canada high and dry, right? He he wants some kind of centerpiece or destination in Canada to attract people so that. You know, because Canada's basically become what Bruce Firestone envisioned it would be. And, and, and you know, a kind of a destination for restaurants, bars, things like that. Um, yeah, it's still way out there. But mm-hmm. I think that I think that the, this is all this is also about the real estate guys. It's not the look. I think I think if you look at four or five of the groups, I always get this number wrong. They're developers. You know, or if yeah. they, they aren't developers, Michael Ann Lauer has a Paletta family with them. What do the Paletta family do? They're developers, right? Yeah. They're developers in Burlington. The Remington group, they're developers in Markham. Um, you know, I, I think that I, I don't know who Jeffrey and Michael Kimmel's partners are, but I would assume they've got a developer with them. All right, but, but is but, there is there a deal right now? For the land in downtown Ottawa to build a new arena, et cetera. No, no. there is not. There's a right. memorandum. There's a memorandum of understanding signed with the National Capital Commission uh, for seven acres. I think every group involved in this has said we can't make this work with seven acres. We need a larger parcel of land. I do believe that the NCC was playing some hardball on that, but I think that. Gary Batman and the mayor did a good job when the when when Batman was in town uh March 27th. Batman said, well, you know, seven acres strikes me as kind of small, and there are other sites. The mayor has thrown out a site called the um, Bayview Yards. All, all this to say it's it's re- literally two minutes from from where Le Breton is right now to the west. And, and literally one stop on the LRT when it's working. And one of the things that's interesting with Bayview is it's 15 acres. It's owned by the city. So don't forget, guys, when 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 the new owner gets a deal, to get a new deal, a deal done with the NCC, pardon me, it's got to go to the House of Commons. Yeah. So you're adding a whole other layer of government 
So if you do a deal with the city for about 14 acres, which is literally just down the street, that's an attractive option as well. And Bruce, the one thing that I'm I'm struck by, and, and we've seen this in other scenarios over the years, is once a bid is decided, and we still don't know when that is going to be, um, no. they can actually get together again. There can be these groups being put together again. You you mentioned Rocco Tulio earlier. Uh, you know, uh, does does he does he reemerge in a partnership with somebody else? Do the Braddies, you know, emerge with Andlauer? These consortiums are these consortiums can get big, can't they? Or do you ever see that happening? Well, I could certainly see it happening. I could I could see a I could see a scenario where where maybe the Remington Group says to Andlauer, "Look, let's do this." What I was told, and I don't believe for a second this isn't happening, okay? I've been told that the groups at, the, at this point aren't allowed to speak with each other. But right. you know and I know there are ways around exactly. that. Exactly. You, you have a third party speak on your behalf. You know, I yeah. send John Shannon over to Michael Andlauer's house to have a chat with him about the possibility of joining the Braddy family or, you know, and then he comes back to me with the information. I, 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 you, I, I thought that I always think of a comment that Bill Daly made on your podcast. I think it was in, was in November, December, sometime yeah, in November, late November. Yeah. Yeah. When he said, you said something like, when will the league get involved? He said, and he said something like, well, we'll get the bids and then we'll start stirring around in there. Do you remember that comment? It was yeah, something to sure. that effect. It was like, then we'll start fooling around in there. So the league hasn't dipped it, dipped its nose in there yet either. Wait, so so you don't, like the Galeotti group out of New York is is do, running all this due diligence and yes. and the sale, the sale on behalf of the girls, right? Yes. Um, so w where do you think their relationship with the commissioner is in all this? Well, I, I think that that um, I, I think there's been some frustration with the way the bank has, has run the process um, because the dates have changed. But I think we're finally at the point where they are at a point of no return. Um, uh, I think there was some concern when Rana Dave showed up uh, seven or eight days afterwards. Um, I think. Quite frankly, the league is, is you know, uh, they've worked with Galeato before. Galeato as, as sports partners have worked with 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 several of the teams. I think the league is is pleased with the job they've done in Ottawa. They've certainly uh, there's certainly been a lot of interest. I mean, the up, upwards of 30 groups contacted them. Uh, we know they're down to seven groups right now. That's that that to me is is fairly impressive. And and you know and I know that a group that doesn't get it in Ottawa might could could easily be wow. uh, a group that we see emerge for an expansion team in Houston or Atlanta or whatever. Right. I I've told Bob this many times. You know darn well that Gary Bettman has a legal pad just to the left of his, his two computers and his phone. Uh, and it always has list of potential owners on it. <laughs> and yeah. if they don't get this, if they don't get this team, oh, yeah. let's make a phone call, check in with them every once in a while. How are you doing? Are you still interested in having a team? I might have one for you. Would you like to talk about it? I, I guess the big thing here is, you know, if, if Ottawa goes for a billion, then that wow. that's good news that that's a starting point for your for your um, 
next expansion teams. Um, you know, it's a well, start of course. point for your next sale. But, but, but issue, I, I, issue... just, I find it hard to, I, I, I'm sorry, I, sorry, Bob, but I, I find it hard to believe. Um, and now we're talking U.S. dollars too, correct? Yes. So, so we're talking 1.4 billion Canadian dollars. <laughs> I find I am I find it hard to believe that that's the real number. I really okay. do. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. You, okay, but if you cut the Melnick family in for 10, percent then then that puts it down to 900, right? <laughs> but no, no. But you know what I'm saying. I right? I, I know. I know. And because and, you still uh, have, if you don't, if you, because you still have to build an arena. Yeah. And how much is that going to cost you? That's at least, that's more than a billion, probably. Yeah. Close. Or close to it. I I, okay. I think I saw the arena price in Calgary, guys. The building was 600 million. Yeah. And, and, at the end uh, of the day, Melnick tried how many times to put an arena in downtown Ottawa? And the people seem to want a building in downtown Ottawa. Everybody wants it, except politically, it, it didn't. Ha- it never happened. Now, was it because they didn't like Melnick? I don't know. But why are these people putting a billion dollars up for a hockey team that is not worth it? That is not, you know, pro uh, positive uh, turns positive cash flow like overnight, and then is simultaneously committing probably to another billion two billion three billion who knows what in in the new arena and the infrastructure that you want to build around it because that's what everybody does now i think i think if you're coming here you've you've got a long-term view that well you have to yeah you've got to but why do you have any positivity in your mind why do you think this will work because i'm not convinced it will and what happens if you wind up with the team spend a billion dollars Wind up with the Ottawa team and the arena out in the middle of nowhere again. Yeah. You know, I, what, I, what happens then? The only thing I the only thing I think I would say about that, Bob, is um we saw the the uh Public Service Alliance of Canada the other day uh settle 120,000 workers. That I I'm not I guess it, it's a I'm of two minds on this, right? I think they need to move downtown, but I'm of the other mind that, you know, downtown is a ghost town right now because public, you know, public service workers are going in two, three days a week. They do need something downtown to, to push it a little. Um, And they need, and, and, and I guess you're right. Like you're shelling out a, if, if you pay a billion dollars for this team, that is a, you are in, into high risk territory. There is no question about that. But, uh, you know, one of the things, the other thing I was going to say to you is, so you sell a hundred, you, you, you let the Melnick family keep 10%. So now you're down to 900,000. There's a Jeff York. That, 900 million, 900 million. Yeah. 900 million. Uh, Jeff York, a partner and farm boy. Uh, brother of Jason York, um, has raised in excess of 100 million U.S. in local partnerships. So you sell a small portion to them. Well, now you're down to, you now you're down to 800,000. Now it's a little more stomachable, I guess. But you're right; it's it, it's big risk. Um, but but like I say, that they must feel there's something in the real estate that they can. And don't forget, you got 75 acres. Oh, I get it. I know. Estate. I know. I know what the potential is. I get the potential, but yeah. that's all yeah. it is—is is potential. 
Usually yeah. when a sports team is sold, it's okay. How much do you generate an income? What does it cost you? You know, can you make a profit if I pay you this much money? And if they're but, sold, the answer is yes. In this case, there is no chance the Ottawa Senators by themselves, where they are right now, can fund this kind of deal. No, no chance. It, but, well, listen, you know, on that same podcast with, with Bill that we had, uh, Bruce, you know this, he, he, you know, he said that, you know, that they'd like to move downtown, but there's a chance that it's not contingent on moving the team downtown. Yeah. Now and, that and, I don't know whether that, I don't know whether that has changed or well, not. but uh, I mean I can tell you that some of the bids um, uh, 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 I've been told have no plans to move downtown. Yeah. They'd rather well, then they have how much capital expenditure you have to put up to make Canadian Tire livable again because it's 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 pretty worn down, Bruce. I know, and I don't know. I mean. Um, Look, they redid they redid uh, Madison Square Garden. Now it's a whole different kettle of fish, but that cost them a billion dollars. What was it, eight yeah. or nine years ago? Um, one, uh, I, I, you're you're putting in at least one hundred and fifty million into the Canadian Tire Center to make, to, like when that building was built, Rod Bryden had no money. So right. if, if you walk around that building, it's it's not nearly as nice as the buildings that were built around. The same time, so right, yeah, and 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 the other thing is, Bob, like, and 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 I think that that John could speak to this a whole lot better than me. Whatever the senators sell for, for real, that they're going to tell us it went for a billion dollars, sure. right? Oh, I think you're probably a hundred percent. Yeah, right. like you know, look, and how much debt? How much of that billion dollars pays the debt off? Because there's well, lots of debt too. Now I was told the, the debt. Eugene's debt was 300 million US. I've I've heard varying different reports. Um, I guess that's the other question is how much of the debt do the new owners want to keep, right? They yeah. I mean yeah. and, and and that cuts into what you have to shell out for cash flow. Look, it, we got to get out of here but um it sounds like uh, 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 some kind of a deal around a billion dollars will will happen within the next who knows few weeks. Yeah, what do you think? July first? Oh, first? I I, th I think we'll know. I would hope we'll know by early June who it's going to be, and then it'll take uh, six or seven weeks to paper. So yeah. and then we, I know and they'd then love we, to have it done by July one, but I think that's a tall order. And then, and then how to then we have to figure out how really from a pragmatic perspective how it affects hockey operations, right? Exactly. I mean, you know, what are they going to do at that point? My 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 sense is, you know, go with who's here and then see what happens down the road. Yeah, you're going to run this team the way you can. And 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 then you'll have to deal with, you know, building a new arena and, and the infrastructure that goes with it if you can. And that is no guarantee, but we will see. So maybe look next net, maybe once the sales completed, we'll have it'll be the three of us. And either Ryan Reynolds or Snoop Dogg. <laughs> or maybe it'll be the, Claude the Malfa Chuck, you know, a nobody. On the round table. On the, on the round oh. table, yeah, exactly. Well, at least, you know, Ryan's not speaking to me. I, I keep asking him to come on and he won't do it. So. <laughs> He's probably smart. Oh, like Gary Ock, yeah. we got to go. Have a good Thank, day, guys. Thanks, pal. We'll talk to you soon, I hope. Bye-bye. <laughs>
Spring is here and so are the long days, warm weather, and yard work. If you're anything like me, then you know how easy it is to get behind on your spring to-do list. But Factor is here to help. The number one ready-to-eat meal kit can help you fuel up fast with ready-to-eat meals delivered right to your door, saving you time to get the things you need to do done. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. We offer delicious, flavor-packed options on the menu each week to fit a variety of lifestyles like keto to calorie smart, vegan, or veggie. With over 34 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. Head to factormeals.com bobcast50 and use code bobcast50 to get 50% off of your first box. That's code BOBCAST50 at factormeals.com slash BOBCAST50 to get 50% off of your first box. And we are back. Our thanks again to uh, Bruce Garriock for uh, joining us on the Ottawa Senators situation. And a uh, it's not a sale, but it's, it is a movement of a franchise, and that may happen in Ottawa. But the speculation now is that the Oakland A's will be moving to Las Vegas. It'll be the second Oakland team to take up a new residence in Vegas. Uh, Owen Poindexter is uh, with us uh, from Front Office Sports, and he's been following this story. I am a former Vegas resident. I lived there part-time and full-time between 1980 and 2000, give or take. There were no professional sports teams in Vegas at that time, and there was no real talk of, of that happening. You know, the team in town was the Las Vegas Running Rebels basketball team, and even they had fallen on hard times since the departure of uh, of their head coach, Jerry Tarkanian. What has happened over the last while? We now have two professional sports teams in Vegas and a third coming. We haven't seen this kind of situation in any city in North America ever. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, and, and it's not just you're right. So we've got the the Golden Knights in the NHL, who are the top team in the Western Conference right now. Um, the uh, the Raiders, of course, moved from Oakland. Likely that they're getting the A's. I would not be at all surprised if they got an NBA team in you know, but before the end of the decade. Um, Formula One is coming there in November. They had the NFL draft. They're the it's, it's like this sports world cannot get enough of Vegas. Um, I think, you know, part of it is the um, destigmatization of gambling. It's kind of funny that when gambling is legal, all the sports move to the place where gambling was already legal. But um, I think with the lack of stigma, Vegas is is now a hot spot. Also, it's, you know, it's somehow kind of just captured this mantle of like the entertainment capital of the country um, or a place where everything is big and expensive and fancy um, and yeah, it's just been in the last five years or so. All of a sudden, it's just this this sports magnet where every league wants a presence there. Oh, and are we putting the cart before the horse, though? Are the A's done? Is it is this a done deal completely? No, no, it's not. Uh, they, the main missing piece right now is they need to make a deal with the Nevada legislature for public money. Uh, they could probably make this work without public money, but the A's don't want that. MLB wants to maintain the status quo of when a team gets a new stadium, public money is involved. And so what the A's are pitching right now, uh, what they came in asking for is $500 million toward a roughly $1.5 billion stadium. That's obviously not a small amount of money. 
And it's an open question how much of an appetite there is for that in Las Vegas, in Nevada, because the Raiders got $750 million for their stadium uh, that was paid for mostly by a hotel tax. And there isn't really an appetite for another hotel tax. Uh, I think what the A's want is to um, have a bond that then gets paid for by taxes basically on the lot that they're building. Uh, but it would still be tax money that that could go toward schools, roads, whatever else. And so it, it's still an open question whether um, whether the legislature is going to bite or if they would take 200, 300 million if they can work out a deal there. But until that deal gets done, um, it, this is not a done deal. When we when we look at the Ottawa senators, for example, if we look at Los Angeles with the new facilities that they built, almost always now what we're looking at is um you know, multiple buildings, multiple uses for those buildings. They become hotels, retail centers, uh, in infrastructure for the arena right around condos, the arena. Condos too, yeah. Exactly. Um, is that the plan in Vegas too? Yes, they have more land than they need for just the stadium and the parking lots. I think there's going to be some kind of entertainment complex there. I don't know how expansive. I think they have 49 acres that they have. It's been reported as a binding agreement, but I've also seen that they could back out of it if they don't get a, a deal for um, for public money. Uh, anyway, they've, they've got more space than they need. Um, it won't be as expansive as what they were planning in Oakland, which was this basically a whole new neighborhood with with housing, uh, parks, uh, hotels, restaurants, um, right. retail. Um, I think it's going to be more like a stadium and an entertainment complex and maybe, you know, some shops, maybe a hotel or housing. But um, but I think it's going to be a stadium plus, you know, a couple other medium to small things. So but you, you bring up what what could be in Oakland. Is there anybody in Oakland fighting to keep the A's now, or is this have people given up? Uh, no, I mean certainly the fans have not given up. Um, Friday, but they was... have, they have no money. <laughs> they have no um, money. Well, yes, the the fans can they they don't they they can make a lot of noise essentially. Um, yeah, I mean right now negotiations are off in Oakland. Is they the the day or at least the week that this deal was announced, the Las Vegas land deal was announced they were the team and the city of Oakland were about to enter a, a negotiation summit where they were supposed to hammer out a lot of the details and, and you know, maybe even get something signed uh, or, or, you know, get, get very close to that. Um, so they were they were getting close in Oakland. According to one report, they were only about 90 to 100 million dollars apart, which is a pretty bridgeable gap uh, when we we're talking of a, about a, a 12 billion dollar development. Um, and the Oakland mayor, Shang Tao, has said, you know, if the team calls me back, I'll pick up the phone. You know, it's like we didn't walk away here. We're we're still ready to make a deal. Uh, fans are protesting, trying to get John Fisher to sell the team, which is probably not going to happen. There has been some speculation that all this is just an elaborate play to uh, to pump up the value of the team so that he can sell. I don't know if that's true, but there has been that speculation and, you know, some amount of uh, a narrative to to back that up. Um, and, and so, yeah, Oakland has not given up. The fans have certainly not given up. Um, but um, but right now the momentum is in Vegas. The plan A has shifted to Vegas. If they can get a deal done there, it looks like they're moving. Um, but 
the Nevada legislative session ends on June 5th. They could call a special session to try to get this deal done. But the clock is ticking. And if things do go south in in Nevada, then, yeah, there's most of a deal ready to be picked back up in Oakland. The really interesting thing, again, and I speak as a former resident, you know, I can understand the motivation for the Golden Knights. It was the first professional sports team there. Even though hockey was not a big deal in, in Las Vegas, people there liked the idea of being on the pro sports map. And and they they did that. And they did, you know, the hockey team has done very well, both on the ice and off the ice. The football team, I think, was a little bit tougher. The baseball team, however, you know, summertime in Vegas, it's 110 degrees at night in the middle of the summer. Um They've had a baseball team for decades in Vegas, a triple-A team. The A's triple-A team, in fact. Sorry? The A's triple-A team, in fact. It is now. Exactly. Exactly. And they do okay, but they're not, you know, it's not a big thing if you live there. I just don't think baseball is a real item in Las Vegas. And I wonder whether the, the public momentum or lack of momentum, more accurately, in Vegas is going to be a factor in this. I don't think people in Vegas are screaming for a baseball team. I really don't. Yeah, the sense I've gotten is that they're happy to have them if they move there. You know, it's yeah, a baseball team better than not a baseball yeah. team. But yeah, I mean, there is this, I thought, very amusing quote from the governor's office before this land deal happened when, you know, it was still kind of uh, will they or won't they? Which city are they ultimately going to choose? Um, where they said the the A's have not applied for public funding or any public programs that we have here in Nevada, but they may or may not be eligible for them or anyone else who wants to bring their business here may or may not be eligible. It was just like the most vague statement you could possibly make. It wasn't exactly, oh, we would love to have the A's, please come, we'll make it work. Um, Ultimately, it's likely that they will make it work because they would like to have a team. Rob Manfred, the MLB commissioner, has waived the expansion fee. And so this is sort of a unique opportunity. At the same time, if this deal falls through, it's reasonably likely that Las Vegas would be near the top of the list for an expansion team. And baseball is going to add two teams, uh, probably, you know, at least have a deal for them by the end of the decade and maybe have teams playing, you know, it could be in the next five years. Um, so... Um, yeah, I, and the big open question, um, or one of the big open questions is, so the the Raiders are a tourist draw. The Knights maybe too. The Knights seem to be popular one way or another. Yeah. yeah will baseball have that same pull? Um, will people come to Las Vegas to see the A's, which is what the team is um, uh, claiming? Um, or will they not really? They're saying they're going to get something like 3,000 fans per game from tourists, which, you know, I don't know. It seems seems like a high number to to be estimating, and, and, so, and it's almost an irrelevant. It's almost an irrelevant number. Three thousand uh-huh. per game. Mm-hmm. You right. Know, if they're yeah, going to get look ten thousand, that's that's not a lot. Yeah. Well, it's not. But this goes back to how the Raiders got their funding because when you think about a hotel tax, the citizens of Las Vegas aren't paying for the seven hundred and fifty million dollars. It's all of us that go to Vegas that pay for it. <laughs> you know, so if they're if the if the baseball team is able to, to construct something like that with either the city or with the state, 
there's some logic to it, but it, it it's it's going to be difficult if it's going to have to come out of the pockets of the residents of Las Vegas, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, and you know the the hotel tax won't hit the residents, but it does hit the the hotel right. owners, the casino owners, and and they they don't really want that. They want the team. They don't want to have to pay for it. Um, and yeah, no, I think public sentiment is going to be key here because ultimately it's going to come down to having enough votes in the legislature and, you know, those those people want to keep their jobs. And uh, if they vote for an unpopular stadium that's considered a, a boondoggle that they didn't need, they could have just waited around for an expansion team and had a better deal. Um, maybe some people aren't crazy about bringing in this particular ownership group. That could be a liability for those politicians. And so, you know, we'll see and we'll, we'll see who among the people who care in Las Vegas, in Nevada, uh, which way are are they leaning? Um, because, you know, most people, you know, they'll say, OK, we got a baseball team. Great. Um, probably not not top of mind for a lot of people there. But for some people, the ones who are making noise, um, it'll be interesting to see which way way the wind's blowing there, because um, I, I, I don't have a strong indication either way in Nevada. So you, you you talked about something there that that, uh, that uh, I I noticed the unappealing ownership group. Who the heck is John Fisher? I mean, really? I mean, this is part of the story, isn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, John Fisher is uh, perhaps the most hated man in Oakland right now. He is the son of the founders of Gap, the the clothing line. Um, he's got uh, around $2 billion. Uh, he's lost a bunch of money in Gap stock over the last year or two uh, because that stock has not done very well. Uh, he owns the A's. He also owns the San Jose Earthquakes, the Major League Soccer team. I think he also owns a, a soccer team in, in the UK or Ireland or I think Scotland. he owns a part of Celt in, in Scotland. I think he's got Celtic FC. He's got a share of that. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, and yeah, he... Uh, has not invested in this baseball team. Uh, the A's were very good pretty recently. They made the playoffs in 2018, 2019, won the division in the weird 2020 season. And they had this very strong core that at least some of them, you know, could have been re-signed. Uh, and all of every good player has been traded off. Uh, there's, you know, one or two left standing. And the expectation is they'll be gone before too long as well. Um, and, um, yeah, it's just the, the fans are there for a good baseball team, but they have steadily left because the, there isn't much to watch on the field. Uh, there's some nice surprising players this year, but, um, but not ones that are from any kind of investment from the owner. Um, and also of course, there's all this noise about them moving to Vegas and it's just hard to get excited about a team that has no investment from the owner compared to every other team. And uh, and management has not, you know, we're, we're sort of in the post Moneyball era where it kind of worked in the early 2000s, where they found sneaky ways to find value. Other teams have caught up. Um, uh, and also they they just, yeah, they, they're a team that has not found a way to win um, in in this in these most recent years. And of course, yeah, with with the possibility of them moving to Vegas, attendance has been pretty abysmal. Uh, a lot of people think that they want the team they want all this bad sentiment around the team so fans don't show up so they can say oh well we have to move now because no one's coming to our games um you know i'm not inside his head i don't know exactly what's going on but that is a, a pretty common belief in oakland um that it's all manufactured by by fisher to to get his land deal in vegas 
but but Mark Davis was front and center. I mean, we all knew what Mark Davis looked like. You know, if Mark Davis walked down the street in Oakland, if that ever happened, I mean, he would be recognized. Does anybody? When was the last time John Fisher spoke publicly? And and do we? I mean, would people in Oakland, if he sat in the seats at the Coliseum, would they know what he looked like? They probably would now, but yeah, a couple months ago, no, I don't think so. They would know Dave Caval, the the Oakland A's president. He was the public right. face. He was doing all the media. He stopped doing media um, a few months ago because the team and the city agreed we're not going to negotiate this in the media. We're just going to talk to each other. Um, and then obviously all that changed a week ago. Um, but so, yeah, they would know Dave Caval. Um, he, he would get recognized all over Oakland, all over the East Bay. Uh, John Fisher, not so much. Um, yeah, I think now now you see his face on angry posters, so I think he's getting more recognizable. But uh, but yeah, he was pretty anonymous. And I think that's how he liked it. And he hasn't spoken. No, no, not publicly, as far as I know. What I find interesting here is that in this scenario of you know, if you don't give us what we want, Oakland, we're going to move the team. What alternative do they have to Vegas? There isn't they one to discuss. <laughs> Well, Sorry. they've got they've got Oakland, but usually what you try and do is you try and get a few cities lined up, mm. a few alternatives, that creates a greater amount of pressure on the city of Oakland if that's what you're intent on doing. As far as I can see, there's no place else that wants the A's other than other than maybe Vegas. Is there? Um, not that I know of, and it's been a funny situation where these they're kind of instead of having a bunch of different markets competing for them. I think they they looked at places like Portland. They looked at places in the Oakland area, like Fremont. There was a point some number of years ago when the team was moving to Fremont. And don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Of course, that didn't happen. Uh, they tried to move to San Jose before that. That was blocked by the Giants because, weirdly, they get to claim San Jose as their media market, their even territory, though it's not yeah. especially close to San Francisco. It's about an hour away. Um, uh, so the, the A's have have moved and then not moved any number of times um, over the last you know couple of decades. Um, and yeah, it, for a long time, it was just the, the two sides playing off each other. You know, Oakland, Vegas, it was sort of a little unclear which one was the leverage play, which one was the one they actually wanted. I was on the side of they're acting like a team that wants to stay in Oakland. They've got this huge $12 billion development. They like, right. sued a metal shredding company in the in near where they wanted to to build in Oakland because they uh, they didn't want to have to deal with their pollutant material. Uh, it was all stuff that felt like this is the one they're serious about. They don't actually seem super serious about Vegas. They don't know where they're going to build. Uh, they haven't applied for public money. And then all of a sudden that flipped around. Um, and uh, Oakland was left saying, oh, so we were the leverage play this whole time. They really wanted Vegas this whole time. Um, I, I don't know if there was some kind of masterminded plan. Um, this ownership group does does some very peculiar things, not just with their team on the field, but with this whole situation. So, you know, I've been wondering if if interest rates and construction costs, those going up, if those have made a, you know, made their $12 billion plan in Oakland suddenly a $20 billion plan. I'm speculating, but right. um, but $12 billion in 2018 is not the same as $12 billion right now when you're building something massive like that. Um so so yeah, I mean, but they they've crossed off every possibility other than this one development in Oakland by the waterfront on this one particular site on city-owned land or Vegas. Um, and now Oakland's off the table. So it's Vegas or not Vegas. 
And uh, and yeah, they have steadily chipped away all of their their leverage. And Oakland stopped negotiating specifically to not be used as leverage against in their negotiations with Nevada and Las Vegas. So yeah, they've they've really put all their eggs in this one basket. And they if it doesn't work, I guess they're going to have to come crawling back to Oakland, or I'm not sure what. Well, the the interesting thing too is you have a unique situation because Oakland and San Francisco are side by side. Um, Oakland will not have a professional sports franchise any longer. You know, three years ago, they had two of them. Um, actually, two, three years ago, they had three because the Warriors yeah, were Warriors. there too. The Warriors were actually there, right. But I'm wondering if, you know, do Oakland fans look at San Francisco-based teams and there are, what, three uh, major yeah, professional the Giants, right. Warriors. They still count the 49ers, even though they're in Santa Clara, but they're oh, called yeah. the San Francisco 49ers, so we'll count them. But well, whatever. <laughs> Do Oakland fans still look at them as the as their hometown teams? Yeah, or I are... mean, there's some. Yeah, I mean, you well, do? not the, not the Giants so? because we've got the A's. Um, if you're if the A's do move and you're you know a burgeoning you know young baseball fan, I, I assume you go with the Giants at this point. Uh, the Warriors, I think, are still Oakland's team. There's some bitterness about them leaving, especially with the other teams leaving. Sure, uh, but. You know, they're in the playoffs. People are excited. I don't see people around here saying like, oh, I can never root for that team because they left Oakland. You can still just hop on a train and you're you're there in 20 minutes, half an hour. Right. Uh, they're still in the area. Um, they're still yeah. like on the local stations. So the Warriors, I think, are still Oakland's team. The Giants are not Oakland's team. There's a sort of fierce but friendly rivalry between of the course. A's and the Giants. Um, the Raiders, I yeah, I mean, you still see people wearing Raiders jerseys here and there, but uh, they seem um, yeah, those other are than diehards. Right. That's not Oakland's team yeah. anymore. Um, people love the Oakland Roots, which obviously, and um, yeah, obviously, people outside of Oakland don't really know them, but they're a second division soccer team that has kind of taken up the mantle of Oakland's team, um, with you know, with the A's being in their situation and everyone else having left. But, you know, I think right now the Warriors are like the team that Oakland still loves. People love Steph Curry, love Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, uh, love that, you know, when they do well in the playoffs. So they're they're the team that I think has the both the broad appeal and still has the Oakland love. Uh, it's there for the A's if they stick around. This, this city has not given up on the A's despite everything, despite the owner giving them every reason to give up on them. them. But um so yeah, I feel like this is still a good sports town, you know, for for teams that want to be here. What's your gut say about the A's then, Owen? Where what's going to happen? And what's the timeline? Yeah, do they? Don't they? I mean, my brain says it's probably going to happen. That they're probably going to move to Vegas at this point. Um, there is right now. I'm seeing a lot of negative sentiment toward the owners. I'm seeing a lot of skepticism um, from some number of of uh, power players in Nevada. Um, but I, I think ultimately they're, they're going to make a deal. They're going to figure out how to make this work. Maybe they take something less than $500 million. Um, and maybe they just, they don't, it, it's the time, the clock is ticking. They lose their, um, their revenue sharing deal with major league baseball right. if they don't have a deal by January. So there's some time between now and then, but not a ton of time. If things fall through in Vegas, I think they really just want to make it work at this point. And they're ready to to say goodbye to Oakland. So I, I'm leaning toward them moving to Vegas, but I'm not going to say it's a done deal. Like I think most people think it's a done deal at this point. It's it's not quite there, but it's getting there. 
Yeah, well, maybe Oakland wakes up, the city council wakes up or whatever and says, we better do this deal. We don't want to lose another baseball team. We don't lose another sports it team. Takes, takes two to tango, though, Bob. I know it does. But uh, again, I think ownership of the A's would probably stay in Oakland if they get the, if they get a decent deal. Don't you, John? Uh, no, I don't. I think he. I I, I just think he's. You looking, think he, you think I, they're I, done? I think he, well, because I th- you know I, I. Hey, it's the grass is greener, man. Vegas looks pretty damn good, and there's no taxes. A lot less taxes in Nevada than there is in California. I'll give you that. But, um, boy, I'll tell you, I'm just not sure that the A's will do well in Vegas. I'm just not sure that it's a baseball town. I know there's over 2 million people. I know it was, you know, I moved there in 82, 83, somewhere around there, and there were less than 300,000 people in Las Vegas. I mean, it it's unrecognizable the growth that, that's happened in Vegas, but is that going to go on forever and ever? No, it's not. And, um, you know, being the third professional sports team in town, even though you're not going to play many games against either the hockey team or the football team, you're going to play in 110 degree weather. It's going to be, a, have to be a domed stadium inside. Yeah. It's inside. That's right. I know we got to go. A lot of things I don't like about the deal. Anyway, uh, Owen, thank you very much for taking time for us today. We appreciate it. Thanks well, for having me on. A lot of fun. Well, we'll uh, we'll have you on again, I hope. Yeah, happy uh, to. That, that's Owen Poindexter. We'll come back with more after this message. When was the last time everyone agreed on what's for dinner? You want Chinese food, they want pizza, and someone is always craving Froyo. Well, there's something for everyone on DoorDash. Ordering is easy. Open up the DoorDash app, choose what you want from where you want, and your items will be left safely outside your door with our default contactless delivery setting. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code BOBCAST23. That's 25% off, up to $10 in value, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code BOBCAST23. Don't forget, that's code BOBCAST23 for 25% off of your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. And we are back. And again, our thanks to Bruce Garriock for joining us and to Owen Poindexter uh, for being with us as well to give us the update on the Oakland A's move to Vegas, which is proposed, but probably still a long way from happening. They made such a terrible mistake, Bob, um, over the last couple of decades. The way have you ever been to the Coliseum in Oakland? I haven't. No. Oh, it's just in a terrible part of town. Uh, but they did a renovation for the for the football team, thinking that it would save the football team from coming. And they destroyed the footprint of the stadium. It was built for baseball. It's not built for baseball anymore. And it's just, it's an abomination as a stadium, an abomination. And how it has gone to this point is so long without fixing it, particularly with all the pressure, as you talked about with San Francisco, with... What, what exists across the bay, maybe the best stadium in baseball across the bay, maybe now the best basketball arena in the NBA across the bay. And, and Oakland is, you know, Oakland and ownership 
because they're both at, they're both at fault here. Have well, I think ownership is at fault. I mean, look at oh, Oakland. Yeah. Oakland is a low income city. Let's be honest. There yeah. is not not a lot of high tech business stuff in in Oakland itself. And your San Francisco is right next door, and you don't draw from San Francisco. Yeah. Almost not, you know, if you live in San Francisco, you're a fan of the San Francisco teams, not the Oakland teams. Um, but the other thing is the Oakland A's have, have for many, many, many years been owned by somebody who doesn't have big money. I mean, I know that the guy right now supposedly has in the Fisher billions. Has big, yeah, Fisher has billions. He has and, billions, and, and, but he yeah. hasn't got $10 billion. He can't do anything on his own. You know, they they still operate the franchise on nickel and dime, the A's. You know, well, they, and 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 revenue sharing has been a big aspect of them succeeding, right? But yeah. And the fact that they've had a general manager who's done a great job of getting talent and and operating in a different way. If you if you watch the movie Moneyball, you, you know, even once you have an idea of what how Billy Bean operated. So um I don't know. I think I think it's on the Oakland A's themselves. You know, they couldn't do a deal wow. with the city of Oakland, but they never showed themselves to be, you know, a model kind of franchise. They're all always the poor man's franchise. Always. Yeah, they were. But and, and you know, that the other, was one, the other team that's operated like that is Tampa Bay. And look at what they've yeah, but, had. Look at the problems they've had getting a stadium. Well, and who, who knows what's still going to happen there, right? Same thing. They're they're going. And by to the way. But by the way, you, you mentioned where could they go? Um, you know, the, the city that is pushing for all of this type of growth, too, is another one of those cities where hockey went in first. And that's Nashville. Seattle? Oh, Nashville. No, Nashville. 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 I mean, they've, they've just, the city of, of Nashville have just passed legislation. They are building the Tennessee Titans a new stadium again. Really? Another one. <laughs> Yeah, two point one billion dollar stadium. So, and Nashville has—they have a committee. Don Mattingly, who works for the Jays right now, is an advisor to Nashville to getting a Major League Baseball team. So you wonder—you wonder about what's going on in a lot of these these cities where where the story, the, the success of the cities is migration from other from from the north, right? Yeah, Vegas has grown because of 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 all of the the people have come from. Cold weather cities. Same thing in Nashville. Nashville is one of the fastest growing cities in the United States because of that. It may be the fastest. I don't know. And by the way, Tennessee and Nevada, no state tax. You're right. Look, you wonder whether Major League Baseball would would approve of the move of of the Oakland A's to Nashville, given the geographic difference. I mean, it's well, a West Coast team again versus an East Coast team. I guess you get around that. Well, but, uh, we're all you, you know as well as I do. We're all we're going to see over the next three or four years changing in divisions and scheduling for Major League Baseball anyway. So I don't think that I, I think still think they're problem. ending up. No, I don't think it's a problem. I think they're ending up in Vegas anyway. So I think they're going to Vegas. Well, I think you're probably right, but I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past Oakland to put in some kind of last minute situation. No, I think Oakland that, has been as the mayor said. He's the mayor's waiting for. John Fisher to call him, not the other well, way around. I think the mayor, like the previous mayors, is being very arrogant about <laughs> how how this has to go. He said, "I'm not going to. I'm not going to contact them. I'm not going to make them an offer. They have to come to me. We'll see whether that happens or not. My guess is it probably won't. And I think you're right. I think they'll wind up in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, we got to get out of here. We uh, thank you very much for watching or listening. We'll uh, see you again tomorrow.
Goodbye, everybody.